Hello everyone and welcome to another stream or podcast I should say with bite-sized sexuality talk with candy and today we are talking about relationships and to get more to the point a community member asked me this question and I asked if it was okay if I turned this into a topic for stream so we're talking about why it's hard to leave a toxic relationship. So we've got steps to leave and we'll go through those very soon. But first I wanted to talk about my experience and by all means, anybody in the chat on Twitch, feel free to share your relationships and why they became toxic or why, why you found it hard to leave, maybe how you got yourself to leave, something like that. So this is a story about me in my first year of college. I started dating a guy, my first boyfriend and first serious boyfriend all in one. We were dating on and off again for the better part of three years. You're gonna head out, CC. Why are you already heading out? Aw, you already shared. I'm done sharing for the week. Okay, ish. Don't worry about it. So, but have a good one. Bye, CC. So, I would try and break up with him, but then my mom would say things like, "Oh, but he's so great, and look what you're doing to him, and that's so mean, and da da da." So that in turn, I would feel bad and go back. Other times I would try and break up with him because it was long distance over the summertime and I just found that, you know, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to be with him anymore. So I, you know, just we would break up and then get back together. Other times he wouldn't take me seriously when I would tell him about something serious that was problematic in the relationship and I would break up with him and then he would be no 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 I didn't know how serious you were about what you were talking about I'm sorry uh, I'll listen this time let's get back together things like that and then I mean other times we would break up and then I would feel bad and um, I would see all my other girlfriends with their boyfriends and I would just feel super lonely and didn't have a support group with me so then I'd get back together with him. It was just this horrible vicious circle of breaking up and getting back together. Get breaking up, getting back together and I, I thought there was no one better and I was told there was no one better so I just would keep thinking to myself, okay well this is what I've got and that's how it was for a very long time until my final year of college, I decided no more. I am actually really done with this and I don't want to deal with it anymore. And I told my mom to butt out and it's really none of her business. Coming from an unhappy marriage that she has, why am I listening to any advice she's giving me? Because she's not doing so well herself. I mean, kind of a bash at my mom, but I mean, regardless, she shouldn't really be doing that. And uh, then, of course, he starts doing the whole, well, we should get back together or you should get back to me and let me know if you want to get back together because there's these other this other girl is interested in me and waiting for me. So you, you should let me know if you want to get back together. And I said, be my guest. Go with her. I never asked you to wait for me. He probably thought that if he did that, that I was going to 
run crying back to him and he would keep doing he he worked close to where I worked at the time when we had graduated college too and he would he would say things like oh uh you know can we talk oh let me give you a ride home oh I've left you a little something outside of the door at work like it it was borderline you know like I could have put a restraining order on that I didn't want any of that and I told him to leave me alone it was really hard to uh, let him go after your first serious boyfriend like that. Patrice, good job, Candy. I know that couldn't have been easy to stand up to your mom about your relationship. Thanks, Patrice. I mean, my mom even did it with Chris. She ended up saying because she she was she was worried. So she says to to me. Well, how far have you guys gone? Maybe he's gay or something because we were taking it slow. Like, really? What, just because we didn't get in each other's pants in a week, there's a problem here? Or that you think he's too good to be true? Which one is it? What? What? You know? <sighs> My god. <laughs> Ish, nothing more attractive than knowing your new ex has someone on the backup waiting. I know, right-ish, Mr. Keys. It's almost... Um... It's, yeah, it's a sales pitch. Yeah, it's totally a sales pitch. Like, hurry up, I have other offers. Who the fuck is Chris? That's my husband, Mr. Candy. <laughs> Maybe says, I was in a marriage and I feel that when you get married, that's final, but ultimately maybe we were too young. But eight years after she felt she had wasted her life because she didn't know who she was, we separated three times, but I really tried to help her through it. But the cheating and and luring became too much. Mm. Iron says, I can't believe he actually said he had a rebound girl. Yep, he did. At at the, the shitty job he was working too, nonetheless. You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Patrice says... Whoa, that was pretty rude of her to make an assumption like that about your husband. Jeesh. This was after we had just started dating, Patrice. Ish says, his name is Chris Candy. Sounds like a porn star. Chris Candy. Chris Candy. Uh-huh. Oh, well, if you see any porn movies with Chris Candy, um... <laughs> wink wink animation just got boring for me oh goodness hey rb thanks so much for the host i appreciate it so steps to leaving the first thing to do is acceptance oh look at the love parents shouldn't have a word in the relationship sometimes you really need to stand up for yourself in these situations mark you know what ultimately i really shouldn't have listened but i didn't have any any frame of reference so I just felt like clearly I was the bad person and it, it was all my fault because that's what it, that's what I was being told right um Ish says still can't hear him still imagine him making lewd faces at me he was saying that if if you see him in any porn movies what were you saying honey well if I you see Chris, if you Chris see Candy. Chris Candy in any porn movies then, then you'll know. Then um, animation got boring. Animation got boring for him and he decided he'd try out the sex trait, guys. All right. So acceptance. Uh, you were drawn to this po person at some point. 
So you have to accept the fact that you're at this stage now and it it's clearly time for you to leave if you're in a toxic relationship. Gotta go in a few minutes? No problem, Jade. Thanks so much for being here. Have yourself a good one. So you, you set the tone on how this person treats you from day one when you're in this relationship with this person. So how is it that you're portraying yourself and letting this person treat you ultimately? Another thing is step out of denial. So do you, how do you feel? Do you feel energized or drained with your, when you're with this person? Do you want to spend time with this person? Do they feel the same? Do I feel sorry for them? Is that why you're staying? Am I giving way more to the relationship than they are? Uh, Mr. Grimm says, Mr. Candy can be in my movies all day. Oh, oh my goodness. My. I like the sounds of that. Parents are supposed to be a wellspring of knowledge and sound advice. Over time, the responsibility seems to have been put on the back burner. I love my parents, but I'm not sure that they're role models for many things in life. Heck, I know. Ish, I agree. It's... At some point, they can't be a role model anymore. Mibi says, I think I was being too nice and giving her too much space. I felt drained and very depressed. I bet you did. Lainey says, when I was with my ex, I felt like I was giving way more than he was. Mm -hmm. Remember, guys, this also can be something that could be with a relationship, not just of a loving partner, a romantic partner, but also family members, parents, brothers, friends, things like that, friends, or even right? friends, you know, so remember that. It doesn't have to just be uh, for a, a uh, you know, loving or relationship of yeah, that it's sort. Like, are your friends only your friends because you have a car and they don't? Mm-hmm. Mr. Keys, I see the parents' role as a guide and the children's responsibility to improve on what they've seen. That's my take. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Guys, it's been an hour. Time for us to sip on some water. You can look at a family tree and see the same patterns repeating forever. Actually, that was my mom uh, marrying her father. That's pretty much exactly what happened. But we'll get to my, my dad's story at the end of the chat. So some questions to think about is why are you here? Why are you with this person? Why did you decide to stay this long? Let's be honest. Is it money? Do you have kids together? Is it comfort? And then what toxic traits do you add to the relationship? So let's not always place the blame on the other person. What did you do to help contribute? Excuse me. To help contribute to this relationship at this point, right? This is also something else you need to think about. Oh, goodness. <sighs> so, there's mental steps to leaving. Tell yourself that you deserve more. What are your insecurities? Remember, you deserve more. Okay, guys. Identify the perks as to why you've been staying. So, like we were talking about money and having comfort with the person, things like that. And you need to fill that hole. You need to find other ways in your life to fill that hole that would be taken away once you leave this person, right? Mr. Grimm says, 
It was hard to leave my ex because I wanted it to work, but at the same time, it was hurting me that she did nothing to trust me no matter what I did to make her fe- to make her not feel like that. I was able to finally just let her go. We stayed friends. That's so good. I'm happy you guys stayed friends. I've got to say, though, with all my exes, I do not stay friends with them. None of them. I've never stayed friends with any of them. Uh, I feel that my failed relationships are just lectures for myself because you're always learning from them in IRL, of course. Ish says, I've contributed to toxicity in relationships at multiple points in my dating history. I got with girls that I had no business being with, no real basis for respect, just the thought of what I could do for self-gratification after being hurt in the past. I didn't want anything too real or too deep. I ended up being a poor boyfriend for a couple of girls. I don't think I've ever been abusive, but still not good for her. Mm. I would call mine borderline abusive or just not good in general, but he would definitely even, even, I swear to God, it was all done and he knew we were done. Oh yeah, so there's this event um, at this art gallery and this it's a one-time event and they're really expensive tickets and he, he wanted it to be our, in quotations, I will call it last hurrah, where we went to this event together and it's like why couldn't you do this kind of stuff when we were together like you did nothing you you did nothing to try and prolong the relationship you know and it's just it's it's so horrible because i i would just remember trying to go and collect my things and it would always be you know me sobbing there and and feeling bad that i'm taking my things and leaving you know so So this is where I had my problems, filling the hole. I couldn't fill the hole. I didn't know how to fill the hole. I didn't know that I, um, you know, I needed to find things to occupy myself like hobbies or anything like that at the time. I didn't know how to not go back, how to not say no, which will be another topic we'll talk about in the future. So also remember that there doesn't need to be closure. It doesn't matter and it doesn't change anything. You getting closure is not going to change why you guys broke up in the first place, okay? Why? Do you need to hear from that other their new partner that they're with to find out why they're they're with them and not with you? Thanks so much for the follow. Welcome on into the candy fam. Don't forget to check out the Discord and all of the socials. So, you know, is that really going to make anything better? I would say just don't bother. I used to say stuff like, I'm sorry, life is just so hard. Why? Why say that, though? Like, we all know life is hard. But it's also how you make your life, right? So I don't think that's doing you any favors saying that. So another thing is to limit who you... Uh, yeah, so limit who you tell because it it makes you go back, get a notebook because it will let you get out all the things you're feeling in your system. So tell only your really close friends. Don't put it on social media. Don't put it on Facebook or anything like that. Just 
tell your super close friends and family members and say, I'm just letting you know because I need to build my support group, but I'm not expecting anything from this. I just need you to be here for me and to go from there. The next thing, you want to grieve and let it out. So this may take, you know, a couple of days. For anything that's not extremely serious, it shouldn't take anything longer than a week. Uh, So you just want to take the time you need and just cry, let out all your feelings. You need to actually grieve your loss because it is a loss and you know you've spent a lot of time with this person and it's not a joke and I don't think a lot of people give themselves the time they need on this step and a lot of people end up just going back and finding rebounds or things like that right so I think we actually need to take the time and do what we need to heal ourselves It took me about a month or so. That's not bad. (gasps) Lord Oni, hey, how are you? Can we get a shout out? There's my candy to my onion. Yes, Lord Onion, how are you? Nice to see you. I was sad to not see you and Silky at the meetup, but I know that you guys couldn't get your uh, babysitter. I understand, but nice to see you. I hope you're well. Oh my goodness. No, Lainey, it's not actually Lord Onion. It's it's Lord underscore O-N-I. <laughs> I missed you and your hubby. Yeah, we were playing some Just Dance, just so you know. So at this step, now this is the point where you want to delete their number. Usually this is the first step and delete them from all social media. What you want to do first is all the other steps and then at this point you can delete their number and then finally get around to deleting them on social media and things like that you want to do it in that order you don't want to just immediately get rid of their number because you're definitely gonna have oh my god oh my god almost like withdrawal syndrome where you need to message them right so let's not do that right away remember um that you always need to do self-care so we're gonna have a stream talking about self-care also but self-care so this would be healthy steps for you to get over this person it would not be things like going to the bar and picking up some ass this is not things like getting yourself super wasted and not getting crazy high because these are just masking the problems not to say you can't have fun doing these things all in their own and in moderation but we have to be smart about these things so uh let's say going out and hanging out with some of your friends or you know finding a hobby that you're into maybe getting a nice haircut for women or getting some clothes or getting your nails done or going to get a nice relaxing massage yes men can get massages too so You need to figure out what your self-care is. For me, it's taking a bath. I absolutely love baths. Or even having some tea, but something simple even, you know? So think of what your self-care would be. Ish says the difference between rational activism and self-medication. Yes, Ish. Lainey says I need to go back to hot topic. Yeah, hot topic. Um, You love massages? Nice-ish. Zero says, my SO left me for someone else, and they made me promise to basically talk to anyone 
about my lossage heartbreak and of course because I loved them so much I agreed it damaged me so much that I'm still trying to recover two years later I made the decision to cut all ties with them so I could have my own safe space to let all of my heartbreak out and it definitely helped me heal not to talk to anyone whoops okay I was going to say I'm like I think zero you need to go talk to somebody even even talking to us right now is definitely the first step I think this is amazing 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 that you decided to talk to us that is really crappy that they said that to you why did they tell you that you couldn't tell anyone about this so they could just say bye bye fuck you I'm gonna go fuck off with this other person and just leave you to the curb to deal with everything and say don't tell anyone what what? Mibi says mine was getting new clothes and a haircut. It definitely brought up my self-esteem. Yes, yes, Mibi. See, see. And uh, oh, Zero says they thought I'd talk shit about them to other people. Not their problem. Not their problem. Too bad. Too bad. If they cared, then they wouldn't have uh, left you in the situation you were in. They, they have no right saying that to you no right whatsoever they have a right to tell someone exactly Lainey you do have a right to tell someone Candy's getting on her soapbox when someone says shit like this to somebody this is not okay and the last point I wanted to say was get support so it doesn't always mean a therapist um, but this can help if you have the means and the support to do so, but even having friends around, being being able to talk to them, going to lunch with a friend, finding a support group either online or offline is also really helpful. And um, maybe just having a buddy to go do lunch with, just to have something to look forward to weekly and just having a, a soundboard of somebody that you can talk to about what's going on. So that is it for my podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to check out my Discord where you can find a lot of links in our mental health channel. And I also stream Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Don't forget to check out my stream where you can find out more about mental health and sexuality topics there. Thanks so much. And I will see you on the next podcast. Bye, everyone.